You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. I'm having too much fun talking about food in this special series. And I forgot to bring cookies with me today. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, we're continuing our Christmas cookie series here on The Coffee Hour. Joining us today, Sarah Carrenti. She is our uh, expert when it comes to things healthy and nutritious, but it might not be all that nutritious today. Maybe it will be. She is our, our favorite registered dietitian, manager of health and wellness with Concordia Plan Services, and she knows food. Sarah Carrenti, welcome back to The Coffee Hour. Hi, thank you. All right. So you're up for a big challenge today because you're a registered dietitian (laughs) and we're talking about Christmas cookies. So sorry to put you in such an awkward position. Not Um, awkward. Not awkward at all. No, this is I've trained for this. This is, you're like, this is my space. This is yes. uh, excellent. Is there uh, a so, cookie specialty in dietetics? I think there should be. No. <laughs> this is why we love Sarah. Um, so let's go back to the, the history of cookies in Sarah Carrenti's life. Did Christmas cookies play a role for you as a child? Did they have a specific place in your life? Oh, boy, did they. You know, my mom was a big baker. That was her love language was like cooking food and Christmas was one of her favorite holidays. So it wasn't just, oh, we're going to make cookies like one day that we can have at Christmas. It was like every day. I feel like that she was making some sort of cookies. I'm not totally sure she even always had a plan for them, but she just loved the process of it. And I just I mean, no wonder I went into uh, a profession around food. I was just right there with her and I loved all of it. There were all sorts of kinds and just it was the whole the whole season of Christmas was just very cookie filled. And then as well um, with my dad and stepmom on that side, too, we always had a cookie day. So I have a really big family and we would all get together one day, usually before the holidays, and we would just bake and bake and bake and bake. So we would just go through cookbooks and pick out either favorites or or new recipes we wanted to try and just make a bunch of cookies. It was great. Good memories. <laughs> Do you have any favorites or maybe maybe not so favorites too? Because those are always fun stories of things you try <laughs> oh, that don't end up uh, working out so well. <laughs> but favorite. I'm a classic chocolate chip, like just simple not crunchy cookies. I'm like a soft, gooey cookie kind of person. Or I don't, does it count as a cookie? The, there, some people call them buckeyes. So it's like the peanut butter and you dip them in the chocolate. It's just basically a wad of peanut butter, but I call it a cookie. So those are my two big favorites. What would my non favorite be? I don't know. I'm not really like a mint, like, mint belongs in gum, not like cookies really? or ice cream and stuff. Yeah. So any of those, yeah, I I could be that, yeah. Candy canes, those are mint. That's not a cookie though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, no, and there's like those cookies. I'm sure that we tried along the way when we were experimenting with adding new cookies that would have like chopped up like candy canes or peppermints. No way, not for me. Mm. Mm -mm. That's good, more for me. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So I'm I'm. The whole peanut butter balls or Buckeyes, whatever you want to call them, I'm here for it. That was a tradition in my family. We were just we, we were discussing these recently. Did your recipe involve wax? Did you have to <laughs> melt wax to make the chocolate harden? No, no, no. Um, okay. 
Uh, I'm concerned your family has pica because (laughs) I mean, we we put them on wax paper to let them set, but no. We're not the only ones because one of our other guests, we talked with Sally recently, Sally Hendrick, and and she confirmed that their family also melted wax. There was like some sort of wax that you could eat that you would melt down to put with the chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That seems weird. Okay. Let's no, move on. Interesting. Um, the more, you know, I'm getting to know you. I can't imagine that it's good for you. So <laughs> well, as long as it's edible, like if you were melting yeah. a candle, no, I really would have been referring you to some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you, you had some favorites, your traditional chocolate chip cookie. You said not crunchy, but soft gooey. How do you do you have secrets on how to get it to that? Ooh, I do. Okay. So family story, one of these holiday get togethers where we just baked all day. I was in charge of chocolate chip cookies and my family still to this day won't let me live it down. But I, I'm 100% sure it had to do with butter. Now knowing, you know, food chemistry and all of that, the butter was way too soft. And when we put the cookies in the oven, they turned into this one massive cookie on the sheet. And they're like, Sarah, how did you do this? I'm like, I don't know. So because they gave me so much trouble, I have then kind of perfected chocolate chip cookies <laughs> uh, because I'm like, I'm never going to let that happen again. And so yeah, over the years, I've I've learned to have certain ingredients, my cer- certain secret kind of ingredients to make the perfect chocolate chip cookie. So Yeah. And I can't tell you. I'm not going to reveal them. (laughs) That will not be appearing in the the notes for this session. But no, I will say just in baking in general. So baking is such a science. It's not like cooking where you can just kind of go rogue and hope it turns out. There's a science to it. But to really separate like a recipe from another, go for the higher quality ingredients where you can. So if you're like, I don't know, making something that has butter. If you if you can go for like a higher quality butter or a chocolate or something like that, it really does make all the difference. You know, it's not really your favorite and you don't really care, then just go for whatever it is that you can find. But that, I guess, can kind of be a little bit of the secret that I think makes my chocolate chip cookies as good as they are today. Definitely not what they were back then. What's a high? I'm dying. I'm it's not my turn, but I'm dying to know what is a high quality butter. <laughs> I can't do dairy, but I'm just dying to know what is <laughs> Andy's like, butter. I can't do that. I mean, some people, especially in like French cuisines and stuff, they might be going for different, I think it's like the clarities and stuff like that mm-hmm. of the butters because it can just change the flavor of the dish that much. So yeah, just kind that of would be in, That would be in French cooking. Just go. Yeah. Some girls are French concerned cookbook. about the clarity of diamonds. <laughs> Sarah's concerned about I the clarity. I think it's the clarity. Butter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are quoting me on stuff that I not in a long time. I have my ingredients. That's that's my story yeah. today. <laughs> I have my set ingredients. Yeah. So with this with this cookie day that, that you would have with your family and all of these memories, share some of those experiences of of what your family would be doing while you're making these cookies, the the ambiance that you had while your family was baking. Aside from the the sarcasm and poking fun at me for messing them up, it was a really, that's ambiance. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, it's it was it was very nice. It's just one of those like kind of slow pace. There was always Christmas movies on, or you know, at the time, my nieces and nephews that are older now were much smaller, so 
they'd be bopping around. And, you know, there's games, whether they're card games or something that we'd play in between um, batches baking. So it's just, it was so much more of like that social well-being, definitely not like physical well-being and nutrition (laughs) that just made that part really, really special and really magical. And same with when I was making cookies with my mom. There, there's just that that time where you're doing something together and you have the opportunity to have discussions, whether they're really lighthearted, like making fun of me and my cookie skills, or <laughs> if it's kind of sharing the appreciations of everyone that year or just talking about that stuff that you don't always have the time and and kind of space mentally to maybe talk about it. So... Yeah, when when you've got something baking in the oven for a set amount of time, whether it's fifteen minutes mm-hmm. or, or twenty minutes, whatever it might be, and maybe Sarah's going to give us a clue as to how long you leave the chocolate chip cookies in the oven as part of her secret. Um, <laughs> Nine to eleven minutes. There you go. Nine no more secrets. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you have that that quality time for conversations and and good meaningful conversations. Have you continued the tradition with the next generation? I I know y- your kiddos are pretty little still, but are are you are you c- carrying on those traditions of uh, a baking day or or baking cookies every day? Yeah. Well, when the pandemic hit, yeah, it was every day cuz we couldn't <laughs> go anywhere. And then we nipped that real quick. But yes, we do still do baking it's become a tradition in our house to make cinnamon rolls from scratch. So we mm. get the yeast and all of that and talk about a labor of love. But we do that every year to have on Christmas morning. And my dad had started that, but we've just kind of adopted it and continued it. So we do that. But then also, yeah, cookies through through the the whole Christmas season. And yeah, my kids are so little and they're definitely a part of it. Not really much helpers. They're very good at making messes, but they enjoy it. They enjoy that quality time and just getting to play in the flower and and pretending that they're creating something, even though it's just really a mess. Um, yeah, they're involved and and they love it. So that's really special for me. It's a new take on a similar tradition, but within my house. It's great. With just about a minute left, what's your advice to us this season mm-hmm. as, as we maybe have the opportunity to spend some time together with family doing some baking? Just remember that, you know, this is, it's a season that food, like I always say, I really, I know God gave it to us to nourish our bodies, but it is also a way for us to connect with each other, which is just as much of what he wanted. So give yourself some grace with, you know, what it is that you're, you're eating, enjoy it, enjoy the people that you're with and, and just use that as a celebration of all the gifts that he gave us. Sarah Carenti, Manager of Health and Wellness with Concordia Plan Services. Great Christmas cookie stories. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. And maybe someday we'll get that secret recipe. For the <laughs> Thanks so much, Sarah. Thank you. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.